0: Welcome to Christie's Education's Think Like an Art World Expert podcast and thank you for listening. Today I'm talking with Alessio Antonioli from Gasworks and the Triangle Network. Uh, Alessio is the director at Gasworks. Um, welcome Alessio and thank you thank for you. Joining, joining us this morning. Um, we're going to start by talking about Gasworks yeah. and the Triangle Network.
1: Can you tell us a bit about what that is? Yeah, pleasure being here. By the way, uh, Gasworks is a is a sort of a m- very a mini art space, mini art center, I guess. It's a it's a building in South London that houses nine studios for London-based artists. Uh, four studios are reserved for a program of international residencies, and a small gallery. And it's really a place for making art it's a place for conversations it's a place to see new art Um, so it's it's both a home for artists but it's also a first step I guess for the public to also have access to new art or sort of certainly uh, new works made by emerging artists Mm -hmm. both from the UK and abroad. Okay and so
0: for those listeners who don't know about Gasworks, how long has it been around and how did it,
1: um, how was it created? So it started exactly 25 years ago, so in 94, and it was started by a group of artists who uh, found this building and, and encouraged uh, a philanthropist called Robert Loder at the time to buy it for them. And, and the artists were really sort of keen to establish a community where They could be around each other and they could actually encourage each other to make work, but also to support each other Mm. uh, uh, through making work. So from the very beginning, uh, it included studios for London-based artists, residences for international and had a gallery. When I joined 21 years ago, uh, and I joined because the artists were doing everything apart from making art. They were just so busy running the programs that they felt, hang on a minute, I... I haven't made anything I need uh, to I need to continue being an artist sure, sure. so so uh, but, but when I first joined it was an incredible hub of activities there were shows all the time some would last a week some longer there were events all the time but it was very inward looking artist for artist space while it was incredibly dynamic the energy that was used in order to keep it going was extraordinary. And as I was saying, the artists felt unable to then concentrate on their own work. So in 98, I joined with some other colleagues uh, uh, who first as volunteers and then eventually uh, we managed to sort of like be more established and get paid, etc. We applied for Arts Council money. Right. And we became regularly funded by Arts Council. And uh, as as uh, sort of like quoting a little bit or just misquoting Spider Man, with public funding comes public responsibility. So we sort of reorganized a little bit what the program was. And from one that was very inward looking, artist for artists. We looked about. We looked at the relationship between artists and the public. Mm-hmm. We looked about the relationship between Gasworks and its local community. Sure. And actually, we found lots of points of contact because we realised very quickly that actually we are located in, a, in one of the most diverse areas of London. We are uh, an internationally focused organisation. So actually, the fact that, you know, what happens inside the building a lot of time mirrors what's happening around uh, or sort of outside. So we looked to create synergies, to, look con- to create contact, we extended the exhibitions. We, of course, with funding, we were able to also be a bit more ambitious. Mm-hmm. And we sort of structured it a little bit. Um, but what remains, uh, even though you know, we do less shows, uh, it takes longer to program them, et cetera, et cetera, we remain very much artist-focused. So the studios dominate the building, they're everywhere around the building. We still work with artists who are at earlier stages of their career and who perhaps haven't had the opportunity to make a solo show or for whom it is the first time that they're in London. Right. So it's really about how can we make a contribution towards their development, whether it's through the production of a new body of work or to support them in their research or to create that sense of community that allows them to then uh, produce and to think and to examine their own work and and progress with it. Okay, it's
0: really interesting. So how do artists get to be at Gasworks? What's the process for them?
1: It's very different. So each strand, whether it's a residency, whether it's a studio for London-based artists, whether it's an exhibition, has its own system. So for the for the London-based artists who rent a studio for five years that's yep. they're all they're all the, the, the studios are rented for five years for, for London-based artists. and that's about us addressing the fact that we're trying to encourage the uh, sort of artists that, again, as I was saying, earlier stages of their career make uh, give them an opportunity to sort of insert themselves within the community but also making sure that we can then, uh, get the next generation in and that's why it's a time-based uh, studio offer that we're making there's open calls uh, um, when the studio becomes available so we try and obviously we being part of the artist community there's enough contacts and of course now social media reaches uh, far and wide Absolutely. so we, we have yeah we, 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 have a, we have open calls and then we put together a group of selectors Sometimes there's artists that have a studio that help us bring the next group in. Other times there's curators, other times it's like, it's it's a mixture. But it's always a discussion because, of course, when one or two studios become available, we end up having hundreds of people applying. Which is always the difficult story because, of course, it doesn't mean that within those hundreds of people applying there isn't just one that it's good. There's more than one. Absolutely. And yet we only have space for one. So the, 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 the problem is that. And that's also why whenever I talk to artists uh, and they apply for things, I say keep applying because it, it is what we have available that determines how many people we take. It's not how many good artists have applied. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's for the studios. For the residencies is sort of similar in the sense that they're open calls, but the residencies are fully funded. So first and foremost, we look for the funding. Uh, so we look at, uh, we try to find uh, a trusted foundation and individuals, sometimes it's collectors, sometimes it's philanthropists uh, that, uh, that are keen to support an artist from a region around the world or a country around the world. Um, so that we can, we can fund the artist to come to Gasworks. And the reason why we look for funding first is that we're very clear that we want it to be an open call in that place, So we want it to be as transparent and as open as possible. But we also feel that if artists have a lot of money to spend three months in London, you know, it's close to, it, it's, it's reaching, you know, £10,000, mm-hmm. maybe you don't need Gasworks. So it's really about supporting those artists that have the talent, the hunger, the potential, but wouldn't otherwise be able to come to London and spend three months just concentrating on art. Yeah. So we look for the funding first, and then we do open calls in those countries. Again, we put together uh, juries and, and and group of people that with a level of expertise that help us select because we don't claim to know what the art scene in Uganda is like, or right. in Bangladesh, or even in Switzerland sometimes, <laughs> uh, even though it's a lot closer. Mm. So, so having an, ex- an expert on board that helps us to make the decision means that, yeah, we can make a more informed decision with that. So how does
0: the, wh- where does the Triangle Network come into this?
1: Triangle Network comes uh, even before Gasworks. So the, the network was started in 1982 by the philanthropist and collector Robert Loder and uh, the famous 20th century British sculptor, Anthony Caro. They, uh, back in the early 80s, they decided, or certainly through conversations, one being an artist and another one being around artists all the time, they felt that the artists were lacking a space uh, where they could think about process rather than product. So commercial galleries were uh, increasing, the museum structure and the curatorial uh, impact were sort of getting heavier and more and more present. Mm -hmm. And Tony, who had been teaching and carried on teaching for many years after that, felt that he, he, I remember him saying, you know, once you're not at college, you don't have an opportunity to talk to your peers in the same way, to talk about art. You, It's very difficult to find an opportunity to make mistake uh, mistakes in your work, to fail, to uh, try something and then abandon it. But mm-hmm. then if you hadn't tried it, how would you know? Yeah. So they decided to create a two-week event. They called it a, a Triangle Workshop, and it was called Triangle because it brought artists from... Uh, the US, Canada and the UK, which uh, is a weird triangle, but that's how they <laughs> called it. Um, and, and the idea was to really f- invite uh, these group of artists, about 20 of them, for two weeks, make a lot of work, talk to one another, hang out with each other. And then at the end of it, they would have an open day and the art would end up in the bin. And it's not because it was a good art, but it was because it, it is the process and the experience and the learning that needed to be valued rather than the product itself. Something that, of course, if you're running a museum or if you're running a commercial gallery or if you are a curator, perhaps you look at that object because that's traditionally what you're you're, you're working with. But actually, thinking about how artists develop, think about how we can provide a conducive environment that isn't academic, uh, but it also isn't museological, where are these spaces? And that's what they did. And of course they were inspired by either, this is not a groundbreaking uh, model. I mean, the artists had been doing that, being these artists summer camp, quote unquote, uh, uh, going for a long time. But what I think was really interesting about this is that very quickly, uh, the Triangle Network, or these workshop uh, structure, they kept the name, but they lost the shape because they invited artists from South Africa to attend. Uh, uh, the first work- workshop was in upstate New York. And it's actually still continuing, uh, it, not every year, but when they can, when they're able to find the money, the workshop continues. But they invited two artists from South Africa, Bill, uh, Bill Ainsley and David Koloani, who thought, well, this is an amazing model. We'll take it back home. Mm-hmm. And we run it for our own community of artists because we're talking about South Africa during apartheid, yeah. uh, a very complex time when divisions were the law. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the workshop model, which existed outside of uh, governmental structures and institutional structures, meant that they could kind of get away with doing pretty much what they wanted. So they had the overeducated artists, the self-taught artists, the female artists, the male artists, black, white, everything brought together with a bit of a carte blanche and said, like, just Amazing. kind of hang out, learn from each other. And it was this sort of, you know, we talk a lot about informal educational models now because it's become was a bit trendy for, for good reasons. But this has been going on for almost 40 years and that's quite remarkable. And actually from there, uh, some art they invited artists from other parts of Southern Africa who took the workshop back home with them. They invited other artists who took the workshop back home with them. So there was a time within the, 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 the story of the network or the history of the network where there were nearly like 40 different spaces around the world from Asia to Latin America, Middle East, Africa, Australia, where artists sort of run spaces would organize in this way. The legacy is remarkable. I mean, there's a sort of an estimation of about 5,000 artists who over the last 40 years have participated in in, in workshops and then later on in residences because actually uh, what it's also very interesting is that these two artists from South Africa that I mentioned, Bill uh, Ainsley and David mm. Kaluani, thought, well, this is all very well. Uh, we can do this two weeks every year, but we need a permanent space. We need something. This is really uh, needed on a daily basis. So with Robert Loder who was uh, I used to work in South Africa, had a, a sort of a legacy there, they found a disused factory that made bags, uh, um, which was empty. They partitioned it up and they turned it turned into studios and a gallery mm-hmm. and they, and they still call the bag factory, but it's an artist studio in the center of Johannesburg and uh, opened in 1991 at the time when things were about changing. So it really is one of those pioneering spaces that yeah. are so uh, part of a history of the country, really. And, and it functioned literally as a, as a, as a hub for artists. And it still continues to do that. And in fact, three years later, Gasworks in London was a copy of the Back Factory. So actually the model comes comes from from, from Johannesburg rather than North America or, or, or Europe. So that's that's really the sort of the backbone of the so the foundations, I guess, that give Gasworks its its ethos. So it's focused on artists, it's focused on process the idea that the the majority of the building is studios, uh, that residencies are much more about research than they are about product, uh, come from that legacy, which is very much alive.
0: Interesting. So you've made it quite obvious why artists would want to work with Gasworks. Do you consider Gasworks to be unique in this model? Are there copies of it or what what is the reason that an artist would choose Gasworks rather than
1: another residency uh, placement? You know, when you run a non profit organisation, so you're always the chief fundraiser for it. So of course it is unique and it's amazing, and everybody should fund it. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, no, of course it's 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 one of many models, uh, uh, realistically speaking. Yeah, I, I think within the London art scene, it plays. Quite a significant role. We're not unique in the sense that there are other organisations that. what uh, Delfina comes to mind mm-hmm. because they're a peer organisation that are doing a fantastic work with residencies and with working with international and local artists. But I think what um, what we have is a history, but also Delfina. But certainly what, what what Gasworks has is a history that it's built over the last twenty five years. Built on its reputation, but also on the network that right. I just mentioned on right. Triangle, yes. of how we work with artists, uh, the sort of the trajectory that some of these artists have taken and w- the, the role that Gasworks or Triangle played in their development is also there as a testimony, or as, a, uh, as, a, as the proof that we have a role to play. Yeah. And that we do give Gasworks, uh, artists visibility, that we, we do invest not just in terms of money but in terms of time and expertise sharing and uh, the conversations that we have with artists which is an an incredible privilege because I guess that's what's keeping the organization relevant and useful is the fact that we change or we aim to change as a new generation of artists where the new sets of concerns comes in. So I think are we unique? Possibly not but do we still play a role I think so and we work a lot to kind of really keep the profile that allows us to ultimately benefit artists of course um so I don't know if I've answered your question really but
0: no I think I think you have so it sounds like the process of getting the artist here is to to Gasworks is very articulated and so does that process continue once you've had the 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 artist in residency. Does it do you? Does Gasworks follow that artist through their career, and what do you do to 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 do that?
1: It's very ad hoc. There isn't one uh, narrative that fits all. A lot of the you know the way we think, for example, about the residencies is that each residency we've done hundreds yeah. uh, over the last twenty five years, and yet they're all very different because each residency it's basically whatever the artist decides to do with that time and we have the one that we have the artist that arrives and within a week has been to every party to every gallery to everything and I makes me look like I've never lived in London before because <laughs> I know less than them yeah. there are artists that come in and uh, get uh, the British Library card and basically if you want to get them you have to go there because that's where they decide to live, um, so it, it is so bespoke to a certain to a certain. We, we provide a time frame when the residency happens, uh, and and we organize a few events in the middle so that it's kind of punctuated with <laughs> with activity so that we don't kind of lose them in the process. But it really is self-run, and it's quite amazing for us to see how each artist really kind of makes turns it into their own their own time and it's really really different mm-hmm. so it 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 is fascinating and that's the thing that i guess over the years still keeps me uh excited about the residencies because we do we do them all the time and they're like back to back and we do 16 a years but they're so individualized and by by the artists themselves that that it's fascinating to see and of course alongside that you know we we work with the artists that do the residencies and there's, there's an open studio at the end of it rather than than an exhibition and this is about acknowledging that in three months you cannot make an exhibition in London you don't even know where the art material shop is let alone can you start making a, a new body of work for a show yeah. so there's open studios which means that it's so, it means that the sort of the work that gets developed is much more uh, if not experimental, sort of like it's, a, it's an attempt to develop something new. It's an attempt to bring the experience of London into the practice. But there's a clear understanding from us and from the artist that actually this is much more like in the case of the Triangle Workshop that I was describing, yeah. much more about experience and building the knowledge, which will hopefully feed your work for years to come. Uh, rather than just thinking, OK, um, here's a, a residency. What's the object? You know, let's, let's remove the pressure of the object and let's keep, it, keep keep focused on the process. And actually with Gasworks, we also have a, an exhibitions program, which I haven't kind of talked about. But that's where I guess we focus in a more conventional way on the outcome, let's say. Um, and, and, and that's where... We work with artists in a very long term, uh, in a very long term way. So we invite artists. So they're, they're curated projects. They're not open calls. We invite artists. We select artists based on what we feel uh, um, their work in the way in which their work, I guess, respond to themes or debates or or, or or things that I don't know. We feel are current in the arts debate, and we want to bring in a different voice. And Gasworks is the right place to, or we think it's the right place to be able to kind of um, complicate a debate that happens, mm-hmm. that is being discussed in London at the moment, whatever that might be. Um, but it, it's a long-term development. It takes about a year during that time with fundraise, but we also work with the artists to develop the body of work. And it, I think 99.9% of cases, it's artists that, or rather maybe not 999 but like it it, it they're normally artists that haven't had a solo show in the UK, uh, or that haven't had uh, a solo show at all. Some of them. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it's we hold each other's hand, you yeah. know, as curators and as artists, and we sort of grow together. And and it's still, I still find it extremely fascinating. And of course, what the a people, wonderful journey! Yeah, it's it's wonderful. It's it's really wonderful. And even when it's hard, it's. It's hard in a way because, of course, it's sometimes it's complicated. Sometimes things fail, but it's it's hard in a way that, you know, allows you to learn something new. So you're constantly sort of rethinking what you think you knew very well. And and it really opens up this idea of possibilities and it really kind of dismantles this idea that there's a right and a wrong. Um, So, yeah, it's it's extremely fascinating. Do you consider that to be the
0: initial steps of artist representation or is it fully fledged artist representation?
1: What do you mean by artist representation? Well, holding
0: the exhibition and promoting those artists within the exhibition. Is that considered to be artist representation at at the beginning? the lower level of that
1: possibly yeah i mean again it varies uh but yes i think so i think it's 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 the first for some of them or for the majority of them it's the first real or sort of like substantial presentation of their practice so uh, you know and and there's a lot of pressures that come from that you know you're in London it's a London institution however small it is but you know it's you're visible you're kind of putting it out there and you open yourself to criticism so it 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 is nerve-wracking it's nerve-wracking for the organization but I think we've been doing it for a long time and it's what we build our name on which is a bit more risk-taking than perhaps more established or more institutional spaces Mm. but it's the first time for the artist and that's where the support and the hand-holding that I was mentioning uh, becomes so important because it's it's less about infantilizing the artist but it's more about growing up together certainly in that process of making that particular work because yes we've been doing shows for a long time but we haven't done that show so it, it it's it's always it's 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 a learning it's a learning curve on both sides. Yeah. And we all come with different expertise. We've set up the show before, but we've never maybe you haven't dealt with those questions or or we haven't dealt with those with the technology or material, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, et cetera. So yeah.
0: Alessio, so let's talk about what happens to the artists after they their time at Gasworks. Um, have you had any successful artists come out of there
1: we've had lots of successful artists and also we've had very different types of success yes so (laughs) measuring success is one of those complicated things because what does it mean a lot of money a lot Mm -hmm. of celebrity uh, a lot of good work and I like to kind of keep that as open as possible so yes we've had lots of successful artists that if not started their career at Gasworks, certainly I know that we, we were there at the time when success wasn't necessarily the thing that we we're aiming for, or, or maybe was something really far ahead. Just, I'm gonna backtrack a little bit mm-hmm. before I answer your question, but the building that we're in came up for sale for six or seven years ago now. Yeah. And, and of course, as somebody who runs a nonprofit who's got zero backup of money, We panicked and then we thought, okay, no, let's do it because otherwise it will be the end of us. So we embarked on a fundraising campaign to buy and refurbish the building. And of course, one of the places that I decided to go for the money was actually to look at the artists that had been at Gasworks over the years Mm -hmm. and said, you know, if you felt that this was very useful for you, maybe you can help us to secure the building and the activities for the next generation of artists like you and uh, so I approached a a very selected group of artists and uh, they all of them and I'm not just saying it but they were so generous and immediately offered support so they donated a a piece of work which we auctioned at Christie's and uh, and and it made you know a huge contribution towards us raising the money for the building and it was artists like Hervin Anderson who had uh, a studio at Gasworks for many years. Lynette uh, Yidomboachi, who uh, had her first ever solo show at Gasworks. Um, Goshka Matsuga, it, it, it was a group of, uh, Chris yeah. there was a group of artists that generously donated knowing fully well that this would be something that the, the, the next generation would benefit from. So in terms of successes, yes, there's some names there, that sort of show that trajectory. There's an artist now at Pace, Song Dong, whom I worked with uh, in 2000, so almost 20 years ago, and he made, for the open studio, so it was really just a weekend event, he made what he called edible penjin, which is basically like a, a, a landscape made of food that um, you know those kind of typical traditional landscape but made of like all these different b- bits of food and the idea is that would, people would come to the open studio, eat the art and at the end of the night the art would be in their stomach and the studio <laughs> would be closed and almost 20 years later he's making the same work, a bit bigger <laughs> Yes, yes at Pace Gallery now Next uh, week opening, I next think. week yeah yes. yes. So it's, it's nice to see, of course he's since shown at MoMA and Documenta and, 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 and became a, a very important for the right reason, artist, But it's nice to see that trajectory. It's nice to see how the work is evolving, but also staying true to something that I, that I recognize that I, you know, at that time I was actually just working with a visiting artist. So yeah. it's, um, it's, it's a wonderful thing to see. Also, you know, the Turner Prize is opening now with Taishani, uh, who's an artist who's had a studio at Gasworks for nearly five years. So wow. it's wonderful to see that in the time that she's been there, not only has her work evolved, but actually the art world has also looked at her work, paid attention to it. Uh, Anthea Hamilton had the same trajectory, uh, um, um, Rosalina Shashibi, lots of artists that have had studios at Gasworks. Goshka Matsuga herself, herving, um, I mean all of these people that I mentioned yes. that they're, they're being sort of connected to the Turner Prize or won other prizes. so it's it's fantastic to see that we hopefully played a part in that in that trajectory. but it's also nice to see that you know i I see these artists now, and uh, we remain in very friendly terms. Nobody hates us, I think. And if they do, they're keeping very quiet. <laughs> and I think that the reason why that happens is because the approach and the way in which we work with artists is much more as as people. You know, they're they're sure. with us for three months or five years, or we spend a year working with them. So it's not just about what they produce, but it's also about them as people, us as people. So even though sometimes you lose contact because artists live abroad or they get on with their life and we get on with our lives. But there's, um, it's nice that when we do finally meet, there's a very nice and very warm point of contact there that it's full of anecdotes and full of happy memories or maybe less happy with some. But actually, we've never really had really terrible happy memories. So, so far, and I am touching my head as I speak, just touch wood thing, <laughs> you know, it's always... It's been very kind
0: sounds of, like a positive experience it's been little, very positive yes yeah, on
1: both sides yeah absolutely absolutely mm. Alessio let's turn
0: the tables around a little bit and focus on you you are originally from Italy yes how did you end up as the director of
1: gasworks so I I came over to London as a, sort of in my late teens because I told my mother that I needed to learn. English <laughs> and we have this joke still going and now and again my mum asks me how my English is going is it tight have I learned it enough to be able to go home and of course I reply that it's still terrible uh oh and I, 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 little have, longer. I, I don't
0: think that's well, the truth actually That's
1: well, but... all she needs to know <laughs> <laughs> so so that's what brought me to the UK and and I think I studied art history um because it just felt because it it just kind of really responded to me, what i was interested in i was i, I was i wasn't one of those people that grow up knowing exactly what they want right. to do I, I i had no clue mm. but i i liked london it was fun it was a lot of things were happening and as a sort of like young foreigner there was a lot going on and i was excited about it yeah. and and then when i was here the the people that i sort of naturally gravitated towards were artists uh, my interests sort of like kind of happened to just coincide with with whatever was happening in the art world, and so I started studying it. Yeah, and then uh, when I was finishing my masters, or when I was writing my the thesis of my masters, I was interested in diversity and internationalism. I guess maybe me being also a foreigner here, mm-hmm. so I decided to write my dissertation on. Gasworks on the Triangle Network, because I'd heard that they were doing lots of international things and it sounded cool. Literally, I'm using those words on purpose. And, uh, and, uh, and INIVA, the, Inter- the Institute of International Visual Arts. And I found lots of things written about INIVA, but there was nothing about Gasworks and the Triangle Network. So I phoned them up and I said, hey, I'd really like to kind of write something about you, but I, I, there's nothing written, can I come and interview you? And in exchange, uh, I can do some volunteering and i've never left gosh so really <laughs> that's really it is kind of as simple as that, that uh, so uh, i i started working as a as a volunteer yeah. and then worked with the residencies more closely working literally supporting artists became involved with the triangle network so sort of worked a lot uh, uh, with initiatives mainly in latin america because there was a new area mm-hmm. that was developing at the time when i joined the organization and then sort of progressed in there and stayed connected. I, I I realized very quickly that my connection with artists wasn't necessarily by reading about them, but actually hanging out with them. So it just kind of happened quite naturally, I have to say. So it's it's been a, a very wonderful opportunity to grow up. I mean, I knew nothing about art and the art world when I started, so. And and the organisation was still young when when I joined, so I think we kind of grew up together.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, hopefully for the best,
0: I hope. And so, what projects does Gasworks have in the pipeline?
1: Well, a lot. We have more residencies, more work, more uh, more exhibitions coming up. I guess the thing that is a big challenge now is how we as the hub of this triangle network how are we supporting the network uh and how are we supporting partners that are in a situation that it's more complex than ours we're right. lucky to have the arts council we're happy to have we're lucky to have a patrons program certainly in london that allows us to work with artists but also with the public and with with the with a significant number of connoisseurs that really encourage what we do and 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 are our ambassadors, uh, but also our real supporters. Well, there's lots of partners that are not in that in that position, and we feel that as a network, we should be there for one another. So one of the things that I've been doing a lot is working with a partner in Uganda at the moment who are building the first ever art centre for artists in the country for the price of what is a one-bedroom flat in London. They're building a whole sort of, neighborhood which wow, is kind of shocking extraordinary. but the impact is clearly amazing and and uh, so that's one of the focus i think we're in, a, in in a position at gasworks where we've sort of having secured the building we feel more stable than we ever have of course, there's always room to innovate. There's always room to challenge things, but rather you can than us focus doing... focus on it...
0: what the business is right, for. Right,
1: exactly. I think that we, you know, we, the, the sort of the innovation in London comes from the artists that we invite to be part of our programmes. And then they, they kind of are the ones that drive us yeah. as an organisation. Uh, for the network, it's a bit more complicated just because of resources and infrastructure. So that's the sort of an area that I'm becoming more involved in. I'm also working a little bit with, and that's an interesting anecdote, I guess, working with uh, uh, the upcoming Sydney Biennial, mm-hmm. which is curated by uh, an artist-curator called Brooke Andrew, who did a residency at Gasworks for almost 20 years ago. So I've known Brooke for 20 years, and and I've been following him, uh, over the years follow his, his development yes. both as an artist as a researcher as a curator so we talked not that long ago about sort of finding ways of collaborating because the theme of the biannual is very much uh, it chimes I guess with the network that's looking at sort of uh, artists that work outside of the usual art centres mm-hmm. or perhaps artists that historically have been sort of marginalized by the global art world and we've decided to work together and and uh, and invite um, an artist collective in Cape Town called Breaking Bread who are a a collective of artists uh, architects uh, psychologists um, chefs who are basically hosting these sort of spaces but uh, they, they, they they work out of a space in Cape Town but they will do a short residency during the biennial for at okay. least three weeks at the beginning of the biennial and it will be like a space for care, a space for uh, you know outside of all of these big institutions when mm-hmm. artists can go and have a meal when people can go and hang out maybe franchise. there's like a party or maybe there's just a chat or just a comfortable sofa to just yeah. extract yourself for a, 10 minutes half an hour an hour whatever yeah. from this sort of uh, the madness of the biennial but still be part of it and, and and insert that into an artistic practice rather than being a sort of like you know a downtime. It's actually why is not why is there not a creative time? Mm. Why is that not still a time in which? Why is there not a practice? So that's one of the things that are coming up amongst many others. So finally, before we wrap
0: up, how does a, an emerging artist or someone who's who's wants to get a studio or a
1: residency at Gasworks? How do they go about it? It's. Um, It's never, first of all, it's never easy. Uh, The demand, of course, uh, is much bigger than what we have on offer. I was talking to some students earlier saying we get probably 1,200, 1,500 applications for the residencies every year for 16 places, which does not mean that there's only 16 good artists out of a pool of 1,500. It means we only have 16 places. So um, my what I would say to artists like keep applying, keep applying because it's it's you know it you can only do what you can do. But I think the other things that I think the way artists become involved is by being present, you know, coming to things, being part of the context in which they operate, looking around, looking at what it is that we program looking at the things that are uh, we're interested in and see if there's ways in which they can insert themselves in it because a lot of the times people say like oh you have a show you have a a gallery and I'm an artist why don't you show me and it's like well because you know there's so in order to be able to be useful and to do things properly there's so many things you have to consider and you have to consider them too in order to understand whether gas is even a place Mm. even a door you should knock on yeah so it's it's complex and of course it's um, it's tough. Yeah. But it's not impossible and it takes both perseverance and and research from both sides. So is there an application online? How, yes, how do you what, so when it, the, yeah, so when it comes to exhibition sorry, when it comes to residencies and, and studios availabilities um, people should sign up to our newsletter. That's when we publish any call, any open call uh, that we have. So availability for studios, residencies, whether they're here or abroad, because we also publicise uh, residencies. That some of our partners are doing around the triangle network. So when it's when it's open, we make sure. And in fact, we want as many applications as possible, because we want the pool of uh, the pool of artists to be as wide as possible. We want to be surprised we are not just interested in our own little club, yeah. far from it. When it comes to the exhibition, it's different. We program them. So, uh, so it's not an open call just because it's so much work for us. And it's the funding we need to raise. It's just the complex things. But inevitably, we look at what's under our nose. So we look at people that have been on residences, we look at the artists that have had a studios. So if if, you know, it, it, access to the exhibition may not be through the exhibition. It may be through the studios, the residencies, the project that we do abroad, because that's how we become aware of things. So that's what I mean about being present, researching and, and sort of seeing what was going, what, what's, what's going on and, and, and try and see where you fit.
0: Fantastic. Thank you very much, Alessio. It's been great talking. With Pleasure. You. Thank you. Thanks for listening and join me next week when I'll be talking with Scarlett Colici, founder of Projects on
1: Walls.